Welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And um, today we're just going to be studying um, one paragraph, pretty much, Second uh, Corinthians 5. We're just going to kind of run through it and see what um, I feel the Spirit speaking to me through this. Hopefully he breathes on it and uh, brings it to life for us so that uh, we can have a better understanding of, of what this passage means and, um, you know, how we apply it in our lives. Because the whole through the Holy Spirit, he's going to apply these things in our lives. As we read them, he applies. And it is not that that's what makes it not a work of our own and makes it a work of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So um, let's pray and then we'll jump in. Awesome, God, I just pray um, that you bring about a revelation of your word in this moment, Lord, that these words breathe life into us. And that as we consume these words, then may they produce um, the fruit in our lives from consuming these words. Um, breathe on this today, guide and direct me today, and help us uh, gain knowledge and wisdom from um, your word that you breathed into this book, Lord. And I thank you for it, Lord. Where would we be without it, without the uh, the love that comes through it and the instruction, the, the reproof, Lord, and, and the um, correction to us? Um, may it be done in love, through love, with love, by love, um, by your spirit, through Jesus, from you, the Father. I say things in your mighty, wonderful, everlasting name, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are in 2 Corinthians 5, and um, we're going to stay here, and then we're going to end it here. Um, I'm going to stop and pause in between. Um, ones that I see need to be talked about. You'll notice a difference in my voice whenever I'm uh, I'm talking and whenever I'm reading scripture. Um, hopefully, if if anything, to guide us back to where we're at, I'll say verse, you know, whatever. But um, we're gonna start reading, and then I'm just gonna kind of go from there, and we'll just see where we're led to. Um, all right. So Second Corinthians five. Um, it says awaiting the new body. Right. So it says for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed, instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. All right, let's stop there. So through revelation of the Spirit, you know, after we've been reborn, We've been filled with the Spirit. I feel like this is something that we come to know um, as just a revelation. I feel like God reveals this to us. And, and I feel like this, ver this passage right here just brings what we understand when we look at ourselves um, to it brings it to an understanding. So the earthly tent, whenever it's talking about this, it's talking about our body. It's talking about our flesh. Right. This is my this is what I think. Right. Or what I feel like the spirit's revealing to me. The earthly tent that we live in is destroyed. It's destroyed. It was destroyed on the cross through Jesus. Right. So we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven that is not built by human hands. This is our 
our future, our glorification, right? The glorified bodies, the 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 home and heaven. It's all that stuff, right? It says, meanwhile, so right now in existence, we groan. Our, the spirit within us cries out and longs for Jesus. It longs for this place because we know um, living on this earth and, and, and being here and, and the things that we're experiencing are and the people around us are not, it's not our home. It's not, it's unnatural. It doesn't feel right. And that's due to the fall that happened in Genesis, right? And this uh, knowledge of good and evil that we took on and having an, uh, just a, our, our flesh, you know, now we're having this battle between our, 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 our flesh and our spirit where we're called to walk by the spirit, right? And, um, you know, we're working out our sanctification, right? So meanwhile, we groan, we, you know, we're crying, come, Lord, come, come, split the skies, Lord, you know, uh, open the scrolls, break the seals. But um, we long to be clothed, right? We long to be uh, with with Jesus, right? Um, because we know that when we are clothed, we won't be found naked, right? So we won't be found in the flesh, we'll be found fully known, fully um fully with God, fully all that stuff, right? We'll have just a, an understanding and, and we'll be home. We'll be home, right? We'll be with him. It'll be like in the garden in the cool of the day, walking with him, right? While we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, right? Okay, so that, that's that's us right now. Not that we have to experience those things, but it, it, it is not only for, I feel like just, I hurt for other people that don't have an understanding of their fullness of the of the inheritance that they have in Christ to be filled with the spirit to walk by the spirit to know that Christ you know Galatians 2:20 I no longer live but Christ in me the life I now live in the flesh you know I live by faith in the son of God who loved himself and gave himself for me right um we do not wish to be unclothed but to be clothed instead of the heavenly dwelling so that what is mortal right our flesh may be swallowed up by life for me that's death right the the physical death of our body we want that to be we want to be our we want to be in heaven right we desire to be in heaven with jesus because and therefore what is the flesh can be swallowed up by life now the one who has fashioned us for this okay god has fashioned us for this he he put this longing inside of us ooh this is going somewhere i feel the spirit on this one we long for love right and this is something that that i even long for right I long for that, right? I desire to be fully known, fully understood, fully celebrated, fully all these things, right? But God purposed that inside of us, created for him. And this is a revelation that I feel like we need to have and we can have. Of course, my flesh sometimes comes in and I desire to find that within a woman, right? I do, but I can be fully known and fully understood and fully loved by God as well. And I don't want to leave that place. Of course, here on the earth, I would like to have some type of connection, triune connection with, you know, a woman and God and, and this triune relationship. But that doesn't mean that I'm not fully loved and fully known by God. I am. And he created me that way. I was created to love and be loved by him and then multiply that love on the earth, right? Um, that That's that's what we are called to do, you know? And, and then... It says that uh, this purpose is God who has given us the spirit as a deposit guaranteeing is what to c come. So the spirit, the Holy Spirit within us is a deposit that guarantees. So, so this is, we get to experience through the spirit, in my opinion, a taste of heaven on earth. When we worship, when we pray, when we all this communion, this relationship with God 
that is a, a, a deposit, right? We get, it's a small taste of what is to come in the future when we receive glorification, we're with him eternally, right? And then we get to rule and reign, you know, here on the earth, there's a new heaven, new earth, etc. right? Okay, so let's go on. We're on, that was just in verse five. Um, let's go on to verse six now. It says, therefore, okay, so, so therefore, so all that stuff that we just read, right? Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. So as long as we're here on the, in the flesh, right? We are away from him, but we have a confidence in all that stuff that we just talked about through the spirit, the future glorification, new heaven, new earth, etc. So that helps us. Man, this is good. That helps us, right? Verse seven, live by faith and not by sight. Because what we see is in the flesh, right? We live by faith and through the spirit with this, this guarantee of this, this eternal place this eternal relationship where we get to experience and see him face to face right which is talked about later on and i forget what verse that is in but i know i've seen it somewhere i think it's first corinthians 13 it's after the love verse i believe um right after it but um it ha this helps us live by faith and not by sight because we get to experience that you know that, that 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 purpose that he fashioned us with to have that and be clothed by him be close to him right have this um eternal tent right Verse eight, we are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord, right? Verse nine, so we make it our goal to please him. Ooh, this is good. Whether we are at home in the body or away from it, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Beautiful, beautiful. And by the spirit, we please him, right? We, we please him because we walk in the spirit and, and the spirit is guiding and leading and directing us. We're just resting and we're, we're responding to the spirit here on earth and what it is that he tells us to do, you know? Um, and, and, and that can be anything, right? Just smiling at someone passing by, um, encouraging someone and lifting them up, um, praying for people, giving people wisdom and knowledge that you've re received through the spirit. Loving on people, loving people. That's the end all be all. Love God, love others, right? All right, hopefully we should be able to get through this. That was pretty quick. Okay, so let's move on. Verse 11, this, this paragraph is called the ministry of reconciliation, right? Verse 11, since, okay, so let's think about all that. Since then, we know what is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. This is just the revelation as you read the word and, and as we're understanding this, it's plain to God because he already knows, right? He sees, he's the God who sees, right? He knows everything before, you know, prior to, right? And, and honestly, for me, fear of the Lord is the absence of his, pre of his presence. I long to be close to him. I long to be face to face, breath to breath, skin to skin. Like, like I long to, for that. The fear of the Lord for me is a life without him. That's what the fear of the Lord is for me. I don't want to be without him. I want to be close to him. I want to be next to him. I, I, I will not, I do not, I refuse. And Lord, burn this inside of me to sacrifice my relationship with God for anything else. Right? Verse 12, we are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, 
but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is rather than in what is in the heart this is beautiful right it's talking about um those that that are basically walk in the flesh right that they take pride in cars money etc instead of what is in the heart which is you know um what we long for right what we what we desire our desires right the bible talks about um in a verse that out of the heart flows you know the desires of the or the of, of the man right right it, us talking about jesus that's if that's our desire that's what we're going to talk about think about it what you think about this is one thing that i've noticed what i think about all day long is what i idolize and i've moved from what i used to into now just thinking about jesus my relationship with him and stuff and whatnot and i feel like that's just something that comes with tasting and seeing and and then him you know coming and all of the the saving and the, the jesus on the cross and all this stuff it's good read the bible right we read it and, and we we're given this revelation to, to, to verse 13 if we are out of our mind it's in parentheses as some say it is for god right so this, this is this is the revelation of for me unbelievers or even some believers that 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 see how they would call it right i think it's just true christianity but it for some people they think it's oh it's radical christianity you know you don't do this and this and this and this and that you know because of your god or whatever but it is for god it is for god if we are in our right mind it is for you right this is through our conscience right it just talked about um our conscience up in uh what verse was that we just read it right da, 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 da. I can't find it, but um, I'm looking for it though. Where is it? Mm -hmm. I can't see. I can't find it. All right, let's let's move on. Um, oh, here it is. Sorry, verse. It's in verse 11. I hope it is also plain to your conscience, right? So, if we are in our right mind, it is for you. So we have an understanding of that that connection. Okay, you'll know in your head whether what, what it is, if you're striving, you'll get to a point where you know if you're striving. And honestly, I, I can recognize that as well. That's something that I'm, I've really been, uh, I've been learning lately is to recognize when I'm striving and I'm saying, okay, Josh, stop, stop, stop doing that. You know, um, let the Lord lead, let the spirit lead. He will tell you, he will direct every step. It's, it's beautiful. Every step throughout your day, every step. All right. For Verse uh, 14, for Christ's love compels us, okay? It drives us, right? Because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. <laughs> and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Whoo, that's, man, that's good stuff right there. Christ's love compels us. We have an understanding that he died for all of us. Therefore, we've all died. We've all died. Our flesh has all died. We are now risen, right? We no longer live for ourselves. We live for him. We live for him. We have died. We have died to the old ways, the selfishness, the self-exaltation, the pride. We come humbly underneath him to live for him. Right here. We come underneath him through his spirit that lives within us. Right? Galatians 2.20, once again. And we live for him. 
right? Love God, love others. Verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Mind blown, right? <laughs> from now on, we regard. So we have an understanding of the difference between the flesh and the spirit, the earthly tent and the heavenly tent, right? Walking by faith, confidence, right? All this stuff, the body at home with the Lord, right? Going back to um, out of our mind, in our right mind, the conscience, look at all this stuff. This all pieces together. That's why it's very dangerous to take one word, one verse and apply it to a situation or whatever. We need the whole context of this. We could take a verse out of here and use it out of context. If we, you know, um, do, 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 do. though we regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Okay. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Okay. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. So we have died. Now we are raised. New creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. Verse 18. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. The relationship to minister unto the Lord. Right? He reconciled us to himself, God, through Christ. So we're back in the garden. Right? That God, verse 19, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, relationship with him. We are, therefore, Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Beautiful. Just so much food in this passage for us to just chew on. So good. So, so good. So good. I almost want to read that again. This is, we need to take a hold of these truths, these promises as ours and walk in them. That's the thing. We don't have an understanding of this. We just read it and go through it. It means something. This is knowledge. And this knowledge is like, it transforms us. And it's, it's beautiful. God reconciled us through Christ and his death to join him in his death to raise and be the righteousness of God through his spirit. Not counting our sins against us. Forget your past. He is committed to us. He's committed to you. Through this message of reconciliation, Christ. And now we are Christ's ambassadors. As though God was making his appeal through us. Right? We are now living proof that we are Christ's ambassadors through the message of rec reconciliation by walking as this new creation that is the righteousness of God. Boom. Verse 20. Be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin, this is Christ, to be sin for us so that in him we can be made righteous. Beautiful. 
That's why Christ died. He didn't just die for you to get into heaven. He died to reconcile you back to God and to make you righteous so that you don't feel shame like you did from the fall, from the old man, from the what is born of flesh is flesh. We are no longer. Receive that today. Receive that today. Receive that today. Receive that today. You are no longer a sinner. You are made new. You are a new creation in Christ. The spirit within you groans and longs for this. We do. We don't live by, we don't live by sight anymore. We don't live by the seen. We don't live by the flesh. We don't live by the things of the flesh. We live by faith. By faith in Christ who died for us and gave himself for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. Receive that today in Jesus' name.